Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Unionist Time We Talk, Season 1, Episode 3. This episode is sponsored <laughs> by Union County Little League Baseball, um, also Cross the Line Podcast. And today, this is a special episode. This episode is dedicated to the youth. Um, so it's a very special, important message for everyone tuning in. Um, back with the panel again, once again, today, we have Ms. Tamika Wilson, Ms. Anastasia Booker, Mr. T.J. Booker, and Mr. Alex Tucker. And today, our very special guest is Mr. A.J. Foster. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I'm happy to have you here. This is, like we said, this is 2020. It's been a rough year for everybody, and especially for the youth. Um, so we definitely would value your input with everything that's been going on. Um, just starting out for everybody that's tuning in tonight, if you feel like you want to chime in, especially the youth, feel free to leave a comment on the Union County It's Time We Talk page. Also, you can chime in and call into the Facebook page and if you want to do a video. But if not, you can still feel free, feel free to leave a comment in the box and uh, we'll answer any kind of questions that you have. We'll answer them the best we can. But once again, we have Mr. AJ Foster with us. Um, thank you for being here again. But Mr. AJ, just starting off, um, now correct me if I'm wrong, you graduated uh, this past year, May 2020. So I know it's been, like I said, it's been a rough year. So how has the the COVID had an impact on your graduation and everything that you how how did that impact you your I senior year? It put a setback on everything, but I seen coronavirus as like an opportunity to grind because everybody just stuck in the house. They're gonna start spending money online shopping, just start posting my clothes online, start uh so they can start shopping with me online. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So you have your own business. Yes, sir. Okay. Did you did you grow up in a family of like entrepreneurs? Is that was something that you came upon yourself? I just seen it as an opportunity to be different from everybody else. All right. What's the name of your business? Squid. Squid. Yes, ma'am. And what do you sell at Squid? Ma'am. What do you sell? What do you do? For Anything. Anything. Sweatpants, hoodies, custom jackets, custom pants, custom shirts. Anything. I try to do anything. The more you do, the more the more product you make, the more money you make. Do you yes. make your own clothes? Yes, ma'am. Make them at all okay. out home. Okay. Oh, you're a designer. Okay. <laughs> this, this, this is perfect for my last episode. We were talking about entrepreneurs, and now mm-hmm. we have a young entrepreneur, entrepreneur right here. It's awesome. Alex, you look like you're ready to jump in. I'll no, go ahead no, and no, go I ahead. I said, Myron, again. Kudos to you, man. Kudos to you. So, um, what has entrepreneurship been like for you as a youth in union? Like, like do you feel that you can? Make money here as a youth in union? No, not well. To me, I feel like I, I, I just don't belong in you. I feel like I'm big, bigger than union. Okay. But I'm not gonna say union is not a bad place to start a business, but it depends on what the business is in union. Okay. Because union got like it's certain stuff that you can do in union, and it'll boom like your business will boom. But it's certain stuff that you might need a little bit more connections, a little bigger population, stuff like that okay. to make your business grow. So that will be for more access and bigger network will be a reason why. Yes, there will be. A, yeah, because like sometimes, like let's say I got a custom order for a T-shirt or something, and I have to go buy the T-shirt. We don't have a Michaels or an art craft store. We don't have none of that. So I got to go to Walmart. They might be out. So therefore, I got to drive all the way to Spartanburg just to get supplies. For a t-shirt, then with that, that's just me wasting money on gas. Any other stuff, I mean, anything can happen. Me going to smart ground, might bust a tie down, I got to worry about stuff like that. Yeah. But if I was in a bigger city, bigger state or whatever, like I can drive down the store to go to Michael's or 
whatever the case may be or whatever art store they got around. But around here, it really ain't nothing you can get to and no connections around here. Well, let okay. me ask you this. I just want to figure out if there were something like a Michael's, would you be more apt to stay here in you? No, I still want to be. Yeah. Okay. Let, let me ask you something. Is that kind of like, for the kids that's in school, like the, the kids that you graduate with, was that kind of like the feeling for them as well? How did you, did you get a sense of those kids saying after graduation, I want to get out of Union, or did they say I, mean, I want to stay? Everybody got their own different perspective of Union. I mean, like, from what I grew up with, I mean, like, my parents ain't, like, they gave me what I wanted. Like, I had a good life growing up, but it's like, I feel like I can be just better off not in Union. I feel like I'm bigger than Union, but with certain kids, like, they grew up lovely in Union, like, they living good in Union, but, like, some kids, like, like you know what I mean, I can't really mm -hmm. work. So, what do you think of Union as a youth? Like, what is your, when you look at Union County, a bowl. tell me what you think. A bowl. A bowl. A dead end. A dead end. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing here for you. Really? It's like, but it's certain stuff that, that's here, but for me, I feel like I, I think where I'm meant to be. So what? So what? What would you consider your ideal city or location? You rather? I mean, right now, being realistic, mm -hmm. if I had to move and go somewhere bigger, I move like towards the Charlotte area, like Atlanta. There's just like bigger populations, more fashion stuff like that. So. But my dream is like California, LA, hands down. So you feel like, as far as youth, millennials. Young people, you know, what is union lacking? Like everything. Like you got to go to Spartanburg just to get an outfit. So this is like urban, urban retail, yeah, retail, everything, stuff like that. Um, we eat the same food every day, every week. And ain't nothing different. Yeah, it's, it's like union. Just, I mean, how long it took for them to build that stadium and redo that? Mm -hmm. The high school don't even got its own stadium. It's not, you feel you like it's ain't not just behind. I say it's behind. I say it. As behind. far as young, as the youth and the younger generation. That's the way I see it. I, see I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, let me let me make sure I want to be clear. We're not picking on you. We, we, we wanted you to come in and give your input because you're yeah. more connected to the youth than yeah. we are since you just graduated. Uh, I don't want you to feel like you're being attacked or anything. No. We just want your inside mm -hmm. on all of this stuff because, like I said, you're closer to these kids than, than we are the ones that are growing up now. So you have more of an uh, insight of how they may look at these kind of things. So that's why we wanted you, we're happy to have you on today. So I don't feel like you're attacked or anything no, like that. I know. And we're glad you come to us like that because now we know what you think. And and you represent a lot of children your age that think like you also. Some may, some may not. But it's good that you are open with us in that. And maybe this is a learning process for, all, for us all. So we can get to the bottom line of what's going on because if all you feel like you fit, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Everybody yeah. gonna be gone. Yeah. Well, gonna happen. I mean, like you just need to progress. Everybody needs to just move forward. Don't move back, just move forward. How do we do that from a youth perspective? How does union move forward, progress, get better? Let me piggyback off of that. Do you think that we need to look at how we govern? In Union County, like our mayor, our county supervisor. I feel like we just need just more, just progress, be bigger. Economically. Yes. So more more opportunities economically. Yeah. Okay. But like you can start a business in Union, but like you just gotta look at 
what's around you. Like, let's say if I see some people over here and all of them got like some fluffy dolls or whatever, I'm gonna be like, okay, I see more people with fluffy dolls than a pit bull, so I'm gonna go start a dog grooming business. Like, just stuff like you just gotta figure out your surroundings, know your area, see what's, what's so going on. Potential entrepreneurs who, for instance, based on what you said, there's not a Michaels, there's not a place where crafts people can kind of get stuff. Yeah. So if I were to open up a business like that, then that might incentivize you to consider union a little bit longer, Yeah. that kind of thing. And then if there's a different types of restaurants. So I think it sounds to me like if we have people who are concerned about those things and maybe they're thinking about how to get into a business or break into a business, anything that's missing, that's the business you probably need to bring mm-hmm. to your county, right? Mm-hmm. And then that. people will, oh, you know what? We already have that here. I'm not going to go over to Spartanburg. I'm going to yeah. try them first and try that. Would, would you be open to, of course, say, would you be open to starting that business? Is it something that union lacks or is it for you and your mind, your mind is already made up that you just want a new change of scenery? I mean, with that being said, you really don't know what life may go. So right now, Right now, my mind is set on, I got to get out of union. That's my goal. I don't want to be here like I got to. But if life goes on, like like you said, I might want to open up a store in union. Mm-hmm. Things may change over time. But. Anytime you get ready to open a business, first thing what happens is you got to have you got to have money. Yeah. And now, if it's already hard for a person, somebody who listens to him, if, if it's already hard for a person to start a business, and say if I want to jump up and go to California, now you know what brings on with California? I mean, California, right. they, it's expensive. Like, you got it. Yeah. So now you're coming out and starting the business out, and now you don't have no money. Yeah. I, you like, know, I you have no yeah. money. But that's what time comes. You got you to grind. You, you, like, I ain't going to go up and move to California, but stuff like that, you got to take time with that. That's just something. That's my dream. That's like yeah. where I want to end up yeah. at. I like California, too, but I'm the type that I, I can get an eject. Go over there, spend a couple of weeks, and I'm coming back. Yeah. That's just how. Yeah. That's how I try to tell young people, you know. And not only do I want to just limit myself to California, I might decide, hey, look, I want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm gonna go to California, stay two weeks, head to Hawaii, in a place like this, uh, it's easily to afford that kind of stuff because because yeah, of housing and stuff like that. And then, like right now, with any business, with the the market that you're going through now is social media. And you can reach out. We got a guy right now by the name of Michael. He has a clothing line. Michael sells to everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. He, mm-hmm. he has, I think, one person he told me, uh, this girl, he showed me this Instagram model. She got about 3K followers. I saw a video she had Michael's shirt on. I looked up to Michael. I've yeah. seen him a couple times at uh, Hibbis. And he told me about the lady that do uh, his embroidery of his logo. But yeah, I look up to Michael. That's like that's like who I look up to because he been doing it. I'm like, okay. But with that being said, it's like it's two different vibes right there. Yeah. Okay. But see, Michael, he types right now. Excuse me. I mean, because no. Michael, he 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 kind of got a good going because yeah. For one, he works to bring him some income. Yeah. So now we talked about that last week in entrepreneurship. When you're working and you got income coming in, and especially when you live at home with the parents, now you can stack up. Yeah, I mean, like, a nine to five ain't right. bad. A nine to five is going to put you where you want to be at and get you to where you got to go. Yeah, yeah. So, so what we're saying to you is, like, uh, or anybody who may be listening who may think the same way, is that when you can, when you got a mom, if you have a kid or so, 
And you say, hey, mom, I need you to help me out. Daycare kind of high. I'm trying to start this business. Mom, how about I give you $50 to watch my kid this week versus uh, being somewhere where now I got to have a babysitter and I got I don't have connections because I was at home. But with social media, you can be anywhere. There was stuff like that. That's why I mean, like, with connections. We was in a bigger city of union was progressed forward. You're getting more connections. Yeah. But where hurts union is a lot of times all our young people decide to go because of uh, where we at and it puts us in that same bowl that you was talking about. Yeah. So imagine this union. Let me just paint a union for you, right? A union. Centralized location, right? You got your beach. You got Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Three hours away. You got Charlotte, major city, one of your places you said you go to, what, an hour away? Nice, yeah. Right. Yeah. You got Atlanta, major fashion place. Two or three hours away. Right? Hours. But then guess what you don't have in those places that you do have in your The cost of living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the bottom line when it comes to business. Right, right. So when would you rather be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? I'd rather be fancy with stuff like that. Okay, like you said, a big fish in a small pond, but a little fish in a big pond. If I was a little fish in a big pond, you always can grow to be the big fish. That's a lot. Of, that's an opportunity to get swallowed up in that pond. Yes. If you play your cards right, you ain't gonna get swallowed. <laughs> but if you're the biggest fish in the pond, you don't have to play any cards. They gotta play theirs. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Union has an opportunity for you to brand yourself like really and truly. You know, you could go to the newspaper in Union, say, "Hey, I'm the number one designer here in Union." Right? Do a story on you. Now you got press. You think you could go? Not saying I'm, I'm not challenging you, but your connections here, your resources here, your power base here is much greater than if you travel a thousand miles to California. I'm not saying not going to pursue your dreams, because yeah. I'm all for people pursuing their dreams, but I'm just saying like about talent retention. Once you leave us and you become this number one designer in the world and have all of these accolades, what did you leave us? I'm going to come back and build, my, build me a building. You do that? Yeah. Okay. As long as, as, long as you will come back and get back to the town, you know, because I'm all about trying to get talent back here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and you got talent. I saw your work. is uh, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's your, I think, what's yeah. your website? No, I got Instagram. What's your Instagram? Squid.co. S-Q-X, I think. And see, the thing about it, like, what we're here, what you're here for is that kind of just kind of stir you some of the things that I could wish we could have, somebody would have told us. Yeah. You know, we all had that dream. I did what you said. I took off to Atlanta. Man, I got there and I'm like, mama wasn't there. Nobody was there to help. And it was like, so, and then you got to just go. be ready to take that risk. Take that jump. But in Union, like Union's so small, like a bigger city like Atlanta, California, stuff like that. I mean, you already know it's going to change. Your surroundings going to change. You got to think about stuff like in California, they got they got to pay for parking. We ain't got to do that over here. Yeah, they got traffic. Yeah, yeah. They got traffic. We got crazy traffic. That road. And guess what? We got people right now from California looking at you because of this uh, podcast. Friends, our friends are looking at you. I'm telling you, it's so easy to reach out, but what's hard is to keep you guys in this pool so we can grow as a town instead of. And now see where we come from. So, but hold on, let me get in with her. 
That's it. Squid as in fish. Yeah. 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 And I, okay, I'm just saying that once upon a time, Charlotte wasn't a big town. As big as it is. But they progressed. But it progressed. And it took those people to stay there. It took the youth. It took the youth to take on some things as well. I think that's oftentimes an issue here. Our youth leave. They leave union yeah, instead but, of yeah. jump in. The same way you're ready to jump in your business, <laughs> jump in and, and yeah, help this town yeah. grow because leadership, you don't have to have qualifications. You take it off. You're leading right now. You know, you know I, I, I said AJ would be a great guy to come on here. You know why I said you? Because I see you. I see you standing out. You're a leader, you know, and it takes a lot of youth that have that mindset to make this a better. Like you speaking up and saying what you think would would progress this town. That helps. It helps so much. Like because a lot of us, I'm not old, but I'm older than you. You know, I'm still a millennial, but I'm an older millennial. So I think technology-wise, and there's a lot of things I feel like. We can use the progress too. But it's like the stuff they do around you, like the old Bible building. They turn it into a church. Like what? what they well, well, churches could be good, but like Tamika just now, she gave your website out. A lot of people never knew who you were until you came on here. But you see how she reached out and said, "What's your website? What's your uh, Instagram?" And you put it on there. You know, somebody watching right now say, "You know what? I think I want to help that guy out with his business." But what it takes from you is what happens to young people. You got to make sure you do the right things while you're here in this town. Because sometimes we can get caught up in things that will hurt you no matter where you go. Now you can't travel because you done done something that's going to prevent you from traveling. So that's the thing. Uh, uh, you know, I know you like fish, hunt, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, doing positive things helps in networking. With people who with the like mind that you got, like Tamika just writing down that uh, website for you. But far as running now, oh man, you can hit a link, sponsor it. It is all over the world. Like mm -hmm. Michael, he's selling stuff everywhere. And Michael, you know, he might want to leave one day, but Michael make a move right now because he still has help from people. We're just being honest with you. Not trying to attack you or not. We have a question from Latasha Johnson. She asked, what would make you stay? I think you kind of hit, hit on it before, but would you reiterate what, what you're talking about? What would make you stay? If unions was just to progress, get bigger. Get bigger. And, and when you say bigger, something like Spartanburg size? Would, yeah, would like, that was like if Union was like Spartanburg right now, mm. it would be so much different. Mm -hmm. Everything would be different. Okay. And I, I ask that to be very specific because people in their mind, they say, oh, well, it's got to be as big as Atlanta. It's got to be. No. Spartanburg is very specific mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. probably doable <clears throat> yeah. for us to connect and, and talk about the. 176 corridor. So mm -hmm. we take that four lane all the way to Steinberg. Mm -hmm. If there was stuff all along that corridor, yeah. people probably stay here. Yeah, it's right? just straight woods. But I remember to me, since you said that, I remember uh, a friend of mine, he used to live on Woodson Road. And he was like, Woodson Road was just like, oh, Highway 49. Yeah. It was just country. Now you go look at Woodson Road. But yeah. Stroll Thurman would always say Union County was the only pearl left. In South Carolina, that's not been developed yet because you are 
30 year old from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We the only place, Spartanburg can't grow no more. They, what can they do? What are they gonna come in and eat? They, they don't buy us? Yep, they can't grow anymore. Uh, Charlotte can't grow. But you, Union is the but only place they're still growing. But they're still growing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're going to eventually bump up against Greenville. Yeah. And if they come our way, they're going to bump up against Union. Just like they did Water Springs. Yeah. yeah. And what? that's where we got that role there. It's coming. And the airport, we just expanded. What's so great about that is now these companies say, hey, look, I don't got to fly to Greenville. I can fly in the Union, you know, like G Stamp and all those places. They can fly right here. Got a and guess what they mm -hmm. said they like about you? Their airplane miles, we talk about it took an hour to get there, right? Yeah. Guess how many airplane miles is it? 10. Wow. You know, because you know, you're in an airplane, you don't, you know, difference. Not a miles, yeah. Yeah, not. You just go straight across. Not we got to go around curves and stuff mm -hmm. in a car. That's how you can drive in airplanes before. But right now, you didn't count it. Airplane miles, 10 minutes from everywhere. 10 mm -hmm. minutes from Columbia. So that's why we were, thank God that they, they expanded that airport down there so we can eventually grow. Unlike, you know, you had some people with 26, mm -hmm. when they wanted to come through Union, you had people say, no. nah. Now, mm -hmm. for a heaven Union grow, we just made a milestone by developing that airport so that we can get these companies to say, well, I go to Union because I, I travel by jet, I can go there now. Okay, but with some of that being said, if you go look around you how many empty buildings you see? How many buildings you see up for sale? How many buildings you see for lease? Yeah, you but, but 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 once again, big fish, small pun. You got a lot of buildings for lease, that means a lot of opportunity for you. Uh, mm -hmm. You got a clothing brand, right? You got the internet, you have an online store and you have a brick and mortar. You're a big fish. You know, I would add to you that sometimes I think you gotta think outside the box as far as if there is a building, um, and perhaps it was in a residential area. So this is where you learn about zoning and, and okay, well, you know, this building is so close to the retail. I'm going to petition to get it rezoned so that I can turn this house, because you go to Spinberg, you know, you go straight to Spinberg Pine Street. All those houses are businesses now. And they lease those spaces to lawyers, doctors, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. It's not the kind of traditional sense of mm -hmm. like if you go into a Hibbets or something. It's taking that space and rethinking, reimagining, because you're creative, you're a designer. You literally have a you know a, a yellow building. It's the only yellow building yeah. on that block, and everybody knows that that's your building. It's, it's going to stand out. It's going to stand out. It's going to stand out. And not only that, um, instead of you paying the bill for that building, You've leased out space, retail space, and you're helping out other entrepreneurs. So now there's five designers in the same building, and now it's the house of squid. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. you see, you see how I just yeah. progressed that. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I know we had the chamber of commerce on last time, and I've been approached about how can we help entrepreneurs in Union County. So you know, I, I, I want to challenge all of us to maybe pledge to do something that's kind of in our wheelhouse, if you will. Um, and I want to pledge to maybe bring some type of incubator space to help you, so that we can tell you, you know what, we have five individuals who need some type of brick and mortar space. Um, let's pursue that, and it becomes you know y'all's space. I have no vested interest. I have enough money. <laughs> it is not about me, but it's about promoting you. And then if you decide, you know what, House of Squid is expanding. I got to go to California now. 
but I, my base is always going to be in Union County. And that becomes part of your story. I started here, I got too big for Union, and now I'm in California. Okay, now, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. You got to think outside, when she said, you got to think outside that box. Sometimes you don't look at it, sometimes say, what's not there? What can I put there? Or what can I do? And when you got family to help you, that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, like your mom, your dad could help you paint that building or so. And we have a lot of buildings around here that need to be worked on. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like you said, uh, a lot of those houses that you see going down the main street, they could be turned into businesses. South Street, mm -hmm. all of that. That whole corridor is right for folks that are interested right. and, and right. want right. to take a chance. Want to take a chance to go. What do you think that rent would be for? So, for right now, for man, he probably bought one of them for twenty thousand dollars. You know, and put an investment on a ten and you know what a yeah. twenty thousand dollars month mortgage is right now when there's the interest rate like zero. Man, you talking about three hundred dollars a month rent? You can go work at my my buddy Jimmy at the Galaxy. You go to my Jim McCormick, you can go see my buddy Jim McCormick at Fresh at Galaxy and, and bag groceries for him and then take your money and pay yourself and be able to do that. Welcome to you work at Dollar General. All our local businesses, we, 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 we're glad we have. You know? yeah. so, so let me ask you, what's, what's your favorite thing about you? My favorite thing about you? I'd say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Family, family, friends. Y'all gonna say like the people? Mm -hmm. The people, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I feel like we all don't got nothing, so we all together with this. One. <laughs> 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 but we, but we, but we're trying though. Yeah. But what this like minds are doing right now, mm -hmm. we're trying to get something. Yeah, right. That's what we're doing. We're trying to get right. Ain't much we can do though, but we try. Albany, Boston. That's it. Proud of you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> before before I get to my next question for the panel, I just want to let everybody know this is uh, season one, episode three of Union. It's time we talk, and it's sponsored by Union County Little League. Now, this next question is for the panel, um, and I'll let anybody start out. But just hearing the stuff that Mr. AJ is saying, what do you feel like we may have dropped the ball as Union as a whole may have dropped the ball? Let me let me go first. Uh, I think as a whole. It's what at school we teach things that should be taught and things that should be taught, like balancing the checkbook or starting a business, being able to do your taxes. I think we should offer those classes yeah. that you really gonna need when you leave school mm -hmm. instead of keep taking our children as down to our Rose Hill area. Yeah, we gotta go down to the plantation. Mm -hmm. That just, that makes me so mad. You know, I think that's so kids go to school. They're like, what am I in school for? Or you keep telling me about the Civil War and how I was a slave when you could be telling me what I can take or what I can do. That's my take on that. Yeah, because yeah, I wish I wish somebody could have told me from the start, start a business, do start early. Mm -hmm. So so be consistent, stuff like that. Would you say would you say you've been lacking mentorship in this town? Like somebody just say, hey, I wouldn't say I've been lacking mentorship because stuff like that, you gotta be. You got one on your own. You can't have nobody just teach you everything. You got to try to get up and do it yourself. Mm -hmm. So self-starter. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I admire that. Mm -hmm. Now, um, to answer that question, Carlos, you said about, you know, based off everything you said, um, I really just think I'm going to, and I'm going to agree with uh, Tamika here about the governing and the vision. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, you have, we have 
you have a certain vision that you want your candidate to be as a youth to stay here, and maybe our current leaders can't see your vision. Or maybe they maybe they're working towards it and you on this timeline like I need this happen now. And that and maybe we're 10 years down the line from that, you know. Would you consider 10 years? Would you stay for 10 more years? 28, you're 18 now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a long. Where'd I mean, yeah, that's a it, long it goes line. by so fast, but took. I'm kind of telling our age a little bit. We graduated the same time, but we really didn't. They re, they didn't really teach us about entrepreneurship like that either. It was, yeah, so I, I feel like honestly, time really is up. Like it's time to really make change now. Like it's been yeah. far too long. Like the same, yeah. the money. It's going to these same businesses. We haven't really progressed. That's why I feel like this election and voting this year is very important, which yeah, it always is. Conference. But I feel like really waiting 10 more years, time, time is up. It's, it's too long. Like it's, Yeah, we, we need to make change now because this has been going on way too long. Like you said, if we wait another 10 years, how how, how many more kids are we going to lose to go in different places? Yeah. What y'all think? I will. Um, can I? So you talked about kind of governance. I was trying to lead you in that, you know, governance. Do you feel like, well, I'm going to ask you, because let me answer the first question. I feel like we haven't done a good job of bringing the youth mm-hmm. into our, our government structure. So you may not even understand what it takes to, what, what the taxes are being paid, the infrastructure, how do we pay for things to get done in, in the county? And, and, and quite a few of us don't know how some of those things work. I just learned um, yesterday at a conversation that we are one of three counties, there's 46 counties in South Carolina, and we are one of three counties that have the current uh, form of government that we have, where our county administrator is elected official. Most places hire that person. They are professional. They know what it means to do city planning, urban planning. Uh, we have great people that are that you know uh, want to do good jobs, but the the bandwidth for that capability is limited because it means that I can get hired on that as that job, elected into that position without the experience because that's how our form of government is. So until we start having that conversation about changing our government and making sure that we have candidates who are thinking like you and progressive and say, you know what, we're going to be bringing in uh, businesses and retail and we're going to be educating our students with a curriculum that talks about financial literacy, that talks about entrepreneurship. Because I don't think I've used algebra a lot in my career and I'm an engineer. (laughs) So I've done project management though. I can tell you all about that. So there is a difference in, in what we're getting what we got in school and what we should have been given in school. So, Stacey? Um, I basically, I agree with what all of you said. I feel union needs to give a voice to those they haven't given a voice to in so long. And that includes minorities, that includes youth, that includes a lot of people who haven't been given a voice, who haven't been given a platform. You have other people speaking for you who don't even understand your vision. Yeah. So that that in itself is not growth. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's never gonna be growth. So until like this country is starting to do in some places, you put younger people in office, you put 
minorities in office. You put women, different people, different diversities. You have to be diverse. A diverse platform or panel, it'll get us somewhere. We yeah. don't have mm-hmm. that. If I was to be in a position where I could change union, like I put some in union to like, like for the youth, for them to stay. Okay, let me mm-hmm. let me uh, let me give you a pro about union. Let me tell you about how we got this. We 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 have a fair amount of money here, union, right? And we spend that money on things that make us money, right? Yeah. So, for example, Union County will pay for the sewage, roads, all of that for a major company to come in. Whenever you ever, like, we don't charge, we don't make them pay mm-hmm. to come here. Yeah. So that's the beauty. That's why I say, you know, for us to expand over 10 years, it could be a building here this month, a building here that month. You know, we pay for people to come to us, right? We build us, we got a solar panel over there, close to 49 solar farm that's being built over there. So we're going solar. Yeah. Um, right. Mm-hmm. We have um, the hydroponics, uh, plant out there in Cross Keys, that plant is, um that site was just built for somebody to come in and build. Did you know um, Union built, you know what Humanetic CSL Plasma is? We built that building for someone to move in and customize it for themselves. So we're, we're, we're no stranger to investing in our town to build it. So that's just one thing, you know, speaking towards like doing things. So it, that's know, because that's it's taking us so long. Hey, Rome wasn't built yeah. in the day. Yeah, Rome was not built in the day. And what yeah. really get us, like, like people always have in mind, we don't have nothing to do, so they take off running. And I ask, always ask, what is it that you want to do? You know? I mean, like, okay, so every Friday night with, with Corona, people invite to watch football game. Let's say we ain't got a football game. Everybody like, what we going to do? That old Walmart building been sitting over there. Years, somebody could have renovated that out, turned it to a little mini club or whatever, do something. Yeah, they starting to, like you said, we're starting to do them type things now. And but what we're doing as a panel is trying to change our mindsets on looking at union better with the mentality of saying, What can I do to make it better, make it grow, instead of criticizing it because criticizing it is not going to get us nowhere. Yeah, but mm-hmm. what can the youth I ain't not talking about you. Yeah, so what can the youth do? Yeah, like what like what can the youth do to make that builder to man y'all y'all mm-hmm. you dream, y'all have, have the strength. I got an answer for you. Yeah. So you know, one of the things that and I, I look at the Amish, they, they really kind of got it hands down when they do barn raising. You ever seen a barn raising? So the whole community comes together to literally build a barn for a family. Mm-hmm. And that's part of their livelihood. And I think what we've kind of gotten away from, um, and maybe we didn't really kind of take advantage of that, that aspect of how we live, um, is, you know, let's take TJ's Barbershop, for instance. Uh, people have paint parties for their apartments, right? Well, why don't we do the same thing for businesses? Dang let's do a sweat equity entrepreneur workshop. Okay, when you come here, you're going to paint. We need somebody that knows electrical. We need somebody that knows plumbing, whatever your skill set is. And we're going to donate that to TJ. And now his business just got an upgrade. And he didn't have to come out of pocket. All those people donated their time. But now they can also put that in, on their resume. Mm-hmm. TJ's <laughs> building becomes upgrade. You know, I can write it on my resume. Oh, yeah, I was part of that team. And you can talk about that. And that's really thinking outside the box. And a lot of cultures, a lot of folks do that type of work. We don't, we don't really learn that. We're not taught that. We don't talk about it like that. It's always 
Like, well, I got to do it on my own. I got to, I got to hustle and grind on my own. But you really don't. You really don't. Because it costs money, right? Yeah. If you oh, wanted yeah. to get a grant or a loan to, to do everything I just said, but if I could get 10 people to come here and donate their time and skills, wouldn't that be better for you and everybody else, yeah. right? Yeah. It's sort of just like, y'all Y'all remember a little while back when people was doing the, you donate $100 and go get two people and do that, and everybody right. put their money in the pool and then they just triple. That's what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I mean by that. You took all your money, you put it together, and then you invest, and I don't even know what the investment went, but you would turn around and put in 100, you get 400. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if you go in there and just like she said, you're gonna be a one builder, and then we turn around your turn, next time we do the next building. Mm-hmm. That's what you young people can do, because you, you have that energy. Mm-hmm. You know, you have that energy, you have that strength. Mm-hmm. You know, the race is ran by the younger people. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all can do, and as people, we, must, we failed at that. By telling people to go sit back in the room like they used to do in the old days mm-hmm. with young kids, like we talking, get out of here. Mm-hmm. We need to take that energy y'all have and do that. It's all like, what's the movie? Uh, are we there yet? What you talking about? No, no, are we done yet? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we done yet? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where they took the whole community when they built that house. Right, right, right. That's exactly, I see exactly what she meant. I, I just want to say, like you said, that. How you were told, we had that mentality that young people go sit down, don't worry about this old, this grown people. Um, yeah. Older people are supposed to teach the younger people. Yeah. A lot of older people should take that time out and, and God, if you have that, that experience, you have that knowledge and you see someone younger that is trying to gain that experience and knowledge and, and get somewhere and grow. That's where you step in and you help them out. There, there used to be this this time where we would um, make sure that whatever job I had, I would have an apprentice so that I could train you on everything that I know how to do. So I would, even, even though you're young, you're 18, I think you should already think about, I'm going to train somebody up as an apprentice. Because like you talked about, I wish somebody told me, yeah. find two or three young people that are just like you and start training them now yeah. and, and feeding them that knowledge now. Because like I said, in 10 years, you're going to be in California, you're going to be blowed up, but now they are in the same position mm-hmm. that you're in now, but they don't have to work as hard. They're already in the game. They're already moving and hustling, and, and they're part of your larger brand. Right? And and house is split. I'm speaking into existence. What you said, what can the youth do? What you can do? CEOSquid.com is Mm -hmm. use your spotlight Mm -hmm. and take it very serious, right? Um, You're the first designer that I've met uh, in person that has, you know, shown me a product that's done this, right? Um, You have such an opportunity to shine here in Union because. Mm Who else besides uh, Michael Lovely, February brand, Michael's brand? You really have no competition here. Yeah, you really have no competition. Oh, only person I know is Michael. Just me and Michael. You got Charlotte, you got Atlanta, you got so many places to make this such a spotlight for you. Imagine Vogue reaching out to you and saying, hey, we like what you're doing and we might be featured in this magazine. And you still live in Union County now. You just branch that away like. Word of mouth travels fast, quality travels fast, talent travels fast, you know. Um, so what can you do to help change in it? Continue shining, mm-hmm. but toot your horn out places and tell them, I'm from Union County. Mm-hmm. We, we, we have great youth here. 
our youth are doing things. Our youth um, are going out to four-year degrees. Our youth are starting businesses. Our youth are helping out in the community in this way, like that, you know? Uh, yeah, so I, like you say, like, yeah, shine, shine for us. Would you be interested in participating in an entrepreneurship, like a virtual session for free? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me get your information, and I'm going to set something up. I've talked to uh, the Chamber of Commerce, and we are going to try to set something up where you guys can call in. Um, and it might be a whole day type of thing, but uh, so when you're free, you'll be able to come in and maybe ask your questions and get some guidance and that kind of thing. We want to be able to maybe do it as a series where it's not just a one-time thing. I think a lot of people get frustrated. It's just, okay, well, they helped me this one time, and then they kind of dropped me. They kind of left me. So we want it to be something that we can sustain. So make sure I get your information after this. Before we move on, also, uh, just letting everybody know this is sponsored by Union County Little League. And also, if you have any questions or comments, you feel free to call in, or you can leave a comment, and we will answer your question. Um, to everybody again at the panel, let's say if we're taking everything he he said, um, and we need, we need to write we write it out, everything down on a sheet of paper, and we just take this paper. Who do we take this to? Not calling out any single individual, but say this is what our youth want. Who do we give this to, and like how do we get this started? Union like, County School. I mean, that's where that's where all the youth is connected at the school. I mean, there's only one school in Union. Well, see, that's when you go to your uh, school board. They are elected officials. You go to your school board and you say, look, we want you to start incorporating these classes mm-hmm. for this town. You go to Spartanburg, they do that. Yeah. You know, they, they I, feel like, I feel like they'll give the youth a better drive to do something. Yeah. So, but it takes voting. It takes putting in the right people. But you would go to the school board for us that what we're going to try to uh, teach our children while they're in school. Like I said, I don't mean to knock you know, those trips that you always giving us. Well, come on now. What 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 do that game? Right. I do want to add something. You you just gave me an idea though. Um I think probably the composition of the school board needs to change. And so the school board should have a representative from the high school, from the high school, from the junior high and the middle school. Yes. These are students and they're voting members on the school board. Mm-hmm. And they can then tell them firsthand I think you know, this is really getting out of the box. You know, I mean, really thinking outside the box. Because too often, the people who are trying to make decisions for you are out of touch. Out of touch. Mm-hmm. They don't know yeah, what's absolutely. going on. Yeah. They look at it from their perspective only. But what, if there was a position that you could run for and you were in high school and you could be part of the school board, would you have done it so that yeah. you could make change? Okay. See, now that's the other thing I'm going to put on my You know, maybe they're, that, that's true. They need like a junior school board. Because and then they can have joint meetings mm-hmm. as well. And you, need, and you need a senior school board. So people who've been through that like us and say, what did we didn't get from school? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll tell you about my buddy Jim McCormick on the Fresh Air Gas. He told me and taught me because he was an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and he led me and he told me how to start a business and that kind of thing. And you know, not to knock anybody on any board, but if you were to take everything he said and you present it to any board in union, how many would make those changes? Because a lot of them are not in touch with mm-hmm. what he feels, what he sees. He's a youth. He can mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. better than someone who is in their 40s, married, has their home, they don't has a career. They don't use perspective from the union. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even when I started my barbershop, me, I wasn't in touch with Facebook. I was like, 
I'm not gonna touch Facebook. I don't this messy, but it was people that, that cared about me and said, TJ, let's take some pictures. We're gonna put your business on Facebook. And the next thing you know, I I don't even post some of my pictures because it's too many. Yeah. I got too many customers. I don't even post pictures because I can't do all the work, you know. But that type of thing, we really need to focus on what what the what you guys can do. You guys can do that because you know that you know how to set these pages up. You know, even like this union town we talk. Yeah. You got my youth in here. What my youth do? They went over there. <laughs> mm -hmm. they, they built with the websites and all that. Type of stuff. We got youth. We yeah. got diversity. You know, not very diverse, but we got diversity right. here. You know, we all got different backgrounds. We all got different platforms. Different perspectives. Different perspectives. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, Latasha Johnson makes a good point, and she talks about how, um, and, and probably one of the most segregated places that we have in Union County is the church. We have white churches, we have black churches. Mm -hmm. um, and she talks about how white churches will take their youth to mm -hmm. do and explore things that they've never uh, done before. Um, so, and I've, and I've seen these programs in, in larger cities, like you talked about, where, you know, when's the last somebody, time somebody took you to a design studio? You know, took you to... Like stuff like that, I'm having to do it on my right, own. Right, you have to right. do it on your own. So we have to, you know, you talked about what, maybe what we could do, what, we, what you talked about, Carlos. Mm -hmm. We should be sponsoring, because we can afford to, yeah. we should be sponsoring those youth trips there was that youth exploration and then we used to have some of that when i was growing up but it seems to have died down and everybody's going to talk about oh it costs money but churches have money so what are they doing with the money mm -hmm. let's get our kids out of um after church now let's go and see something else let's go do something go to a museum go to see how a business is run and that kind of so thank right. you, Latasha yeah. Johnson. Yeah, you know, speaking to that about, you know, the difference in churches, you know, growing up, we had, I went uh I did the New Horizons yeah. Vacation Bible School. Yeah, I did that. What's up? It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's for the weekend. For a week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what do we Yeah, I know they took us somewhere every time, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, my church did too. They would take us swimming pools yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's just like uh, Miss Powell. Yeah. 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 Her dad's farm. Right. Take them kids to their farm so you know you need farmers. Yeah. That's a lucrative business too, you know. Yeah. Take them down there instead of taking them. Mickey couldn't take a whole church full of people, but he could take three or four guys and say, "Let's go check out Nick the Panthers owner right here. Yeah. Let me go introduce mm -hmm. you to these people." You know, so when you say like finding those people that can have those connections for you, you know, they're around. Yeah. And sometimes you just bump into them, right, yeah. in a conversation like this, you know. So. Um, when, uh, I hope you stay. I hope you stay. I hope you stay. I hope you continue. I think we give him a reason to. Now he, mm -hmm. he see that we're taking interest to kids out there who think like him. Reach out to somebody, you know, and mm -hmm. let them know that you want to, you have plans that you want to do. But if you don't, if you never talked to us, told us that, we would have known. And, and also, I want to say that, uh, when you're reaching out to people, also reach out to people that don't look like us because they, they want things also. Yeah. Yes, us as black people, we can get some things done, but when we reach across and reach out to the other people, white people, they can get stuff rolling a lot quicker too. So we reach out to them because they have family members in those offices and just like we do. If they can get in touch with their family members that hold those positions and y'all come together and get to them, 
we'll get things rolling a lot quicker than you think just by instead of just being segregated like we just want what we want and they want what they want yeah. so if you reach across to them we can get some things yeah, done quicker. this is all you encounter and you mm-hmm. gotta each other as we you encounter we need to we need to look at and help each other out and like you said we're a union county we're like a family Family exactly. have to reach out to each other. Yeah. It's not just up to the youth to reach out to those who have that experience and all. It's also up to those experienced people to reach out to the youth. Yeah. And if we, if both sides reach out, that's how you grow. Because I'm, yeah, I'm more than sure that those other counties and towns that grew, they, they, they reached out to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone came in and was like, okay, I have this. You know, I'm gonna reach out to this, this group of, of young people. And I'm gonna help them build it. Mm-hmm. And they're investing in their time, town, mm-hmm. in their town, and in their place. So their investment in those people in their town, it invests in you as, in itself. Mm-hmm. So and we have some really good people here in Union that are trying to do that. Dr. Means, she's the principal of Sims Middle School, uh, looking at after-school programs that aren't just about you know what we're gonna do. You know, a couple of easy yeah. things. Actually, <laughs> challenging the students to do projects and, and explore and do some of the things that you're talking about. So, see, like with stuff yeah. like that, if I was in Sims and somebody came to Sims and told me, I do show you fashion, show you how to do everything, I would have been started way earlier than what I, right. where I started it. I could have been did. I, if if that would happen to Sims, I would have been at where I'm at now. Probably wouldn't be at the stage. So that's the entry point, you think. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess that yeah. is that yeah. is because if you wait too late, it's, it's too far. Yeah. You remember Sims? We used to have talent shows. I thought about that too. You know, just redoing talent shows. You know, far as these churches are, mm-hmm. you, I'm a, I just hate to say I'm a minister myself. Majority, you find this in the Bible. Majority of the churches are after one thing. That's money. So if they got in their mind, you bring me money, you are gonna have that lacking. So you gotta take it upon yourself. You gotta raise your children to know the difference. And you gotta teach them at home, first of all. Mm-hmm. You gotta teach them at home because you expecting somebody else to do it. Sometimes it's not gonna happen. Do, do you think a good recruiting program, instead of the you because my church I went to Bethel and Bethel was like, did you come back, come back? I don't even know if Bethel's there like that. Kind of real. I don't know what we're doing over there, but look, I'm back. Um, <laughs> What is a good recruiting program? There was a church that said, hey, come let's tell us what you want to do, young man. Like, if you want to sew, if you want to do all these things, well, we got this member that does this. She can take you on the Halloween. Or if you want to make music, well, how about you go and work with the band here and everything? But like, instead of forcing the traditional things that churches force on you, what if a church recruited you and wanted to invest in your talents? And it's just like a, hey, Pay it forward or pay it back when you get there. You know, like you think that'll be something you that would benefit the youth here, or uh, you know, start to change the uh, attitude around. Yeah, I feel like if anybody was to come at the youth, like the younger people, and be like, "What you want to do? What you want to do when you get older?" But half of the youth gonna say NFL, NBA, whatever sport. <laughs> right. But, but see, that's what that's that's the outlets that we have readily available here. Yeah. You know, we've had a lot of yeah. people go to the next level from this town. Okay, but majority of people yeah. can't make it there. You gotta have something else for Yeah, you do. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like for me, like it wasn't nobody around to tell me like how to sew and do any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See like you talking about your designer, this guy has an alteration business. 
But for us to be churches, I mean, I'm not trying to church. church. That's why I go over and beyond. Yeah. You know, because when being a minister at Church of Christ, it takes more than just preaching to them. You gotta also go out. What Jesus did, he fed people. You know, I can tell you, I want you to go to heaven all you want, but if your stomach ground, you need to eat. Yeah. You know, and as far as you leaving, that's why I do what I do. That's why we come together with this panel, just to get mm-hmm. out there. You know, I'm not that traditional preacher you see that just wants you to come to Sunday and give me some money. I don't want your money. I want your soul, and I want to see you prosper. I can't prosper if you don't prosper. We all, so that's just this, for those who said the churches ain't doing what they're supposed to do. You speak on them, but this in here, Hey, you ain't gonna put TJ in there. I'm trying to get ahead. So, Pastor Johnson asked the question: Why doesn't our county sponsor or pay for after-school programs? And she says, "I'm still learning." So, just to to answer that, um, I can speak on what I'm aware of is that, like the Urban League, uh, which is actually out of Greenville, he just died. Yeah, uh, they actually um, fund and sponsor uh, after-school programs for uh, folks in Union County. And, and uh, I mentioned Dr. Means, um, they are looking for uh, outsourcing, essentially to bring additional after-school programs into that, that nobody has to pay for. So mm-hmm. if you decide you want to be part of that after-school program, those entities that are feeding into it are going to pay and put the bill. So the school system's not paying for the bill and, and putting the bill um, to make sure that these opportunities are presented to you. So, you know, a fashion club or something like yeah. that, you know. Like go and to Sam's really and teach the kids how to do it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just, just even if it's an hour once a week, that would have been one more hour once a week that you, would, you never got, right? Yeah. And you'd have been, you know, uh, motivated and said, oh, you know, I can do this. I can actually do this. Because yeah, I, I feel like if the youth was to start, you know, I feel like the youth more caught up in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Time running out, like I got to get out of uni. I got to, like this is not where I want to be at. Like, did miss out. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of youth did that. A lot of youth ran and left. Some went to the military and did real well. You know, they come back, they, they retired. You know, after you know, 25 years, they retired. But you have a lot that went out and they got in the dead circle because they didn't have what she just mentioned. That networking and all that. Because I, I guarantee you, you can go find somebody, AJ, that left and went and said, man, I, I thought leaving was just going to fix me. But it didn't. That's why you got to be, See, uh, you got to learn. That's what we're talking about, these programs now. And trying to help you guys out. And mm-hmm. we got to do it as leaders. We have to With do that, it. I see where you're coming from. Because like, let's say I want to move right now. This is me, basically. I'm doing the same thing in union, but mm-hmm. I'm paying more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have nobody who yeah. you, you know. Like, if I was yeah. to move to Atlanta right now, I'm just going to be, I'm, I'm working right now, making my clothes in my room. This is going to be doing the same thing in Atlanta, but paying way more a month for someone to stay, eat. Like Do you feel like the pressure makes you think like you got to go like, be like, when you graduated, what you doing next? It's okay to say I'm gonna stay at home, you know, and I'm gonna be in mm-hmm. my brain. It's yeah. okay to say that. Well, some people look at it and be like, you, "Dang, he's staying in union." Yeah, don't let yeah. it. Don't let like, it. It's a million years living in union, but I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> before we get, we have a couple more minutes before we gotta get before we gotta hear Mr. Foster. I want to ask you one last question. I well, I'll let you say this. You have one message to the youth that's watching. What would you say to them? Start now. Be consistent. 
don't don't wait on it. If you if you got something you want to do and you got a dream you want to do, do it right now. Don't wait. Take that chance now. If you take a chance now, if it don't work out, sit back, look at a different angle, jump back in. Do it right now. Be consistent. Absolutely. I think that's a perfect way to end it. So, Mr. Foster, thank you again for being here with us tonight. Hopefully everybody <laughs> learned something. Um, if you missed the live tonight, you can find us on Cross the Line, um, Cross the Line Podcast, Carlos Smith, carloskmith.com. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, and uh, Pandora Radio. So, And also, thank you again to the Union County Little League for sponsoring this episode. So hopefully you guys um, enjoyed this episode. If you have any more questions or concerns, feel free to leave comments. We'll be sure to get back in touch with you. So until next time, keep chasing dreams. This is Union County Little League. Thank you for watching.